You're listening to a Lost in the Groove segment. Like I was just like looking at the picture, like the video. Sorry, there was a reel on uh, Instagram, and like just him going, and it's kind of, it's kind of just amazing because like Billy Idol was like like the rebel of the '80s. Like he was like, you know, the one that it's like that older sister that had the black hair. Okay, and she was like the coolest girl in the class, and she listened to Billy Idol. Okay, and then what happens is is that like he's now like the star. He officially Aww. has a star now. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's always funny when they give somebody a star, and it's like oh, I thought they already had one. You know, no, like, no, you gotta earn. You gotta earn it. it, it yeah, it's, you gotta grow old and, and not like screw everything up. Yeah, they didn't give a star to Kanye, right? No star for Kanye. Uh, I don't really want to go down that rabbit hole, but if we I'm did, just saying, but they they don't. He doesn't no, no, have no, no, one no, right no, now. No, right? no, I don't. I yeah. don't believe so. Uh, There's no star there. No. Well, uh, this is um, this is American Groove, a segment of Lost in the Groove. Uh, I am your host, Dave, and this is your other host, Carissa. Yes, very exciting. We are here on a beautiful Saturday. This is a very unkosher brunch, actually, as promised. I haven't done anything unkosher today. Oh my god, look at you! So we're having... Ah. Yes, I'm going to have these a little later. I'm not going to have them on the podcast, but they're cooling. Oh, they're beautiful. Thank you. Louie, come here. Come here, babies. Come Come on up here. American Groove is a quite new segment. I mean, we started uh, it back in October of last year. And... We don't know really the direction of where we're going with this. So we're kind of just taking it episode by episode, just having fun. I mean, me and Chris have been friends for about three years. So it's literally just friends that happen to be stoners having a great time for an hour, possibly a half, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, we thought about doing like mini segments and making them a lot shorter. Um, But American Groove is just a good place to come to hang out. I really like doing this Saturday morning episode that we're doing right now. Um, I I plan on making my coffee. I plan on rolling a joint. I plan on catching up, talking Got about tea. great stoner things. Yes, we have some tea to share. Yeah, I'm sure we definitely we do. have a lot of tea to share. Trust me. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we like hashed over a lot of tea last night. You know, and then like we had a moment in the conversation where it just like went like silent or both just like hanging out, like working together. And it was like really, really cool. But (laughs) today we will stay alert and we will stay together and we will talk about everything (laughs) that we want to talk about. (laughs) um, On my end to start this podcast, because we usually when we do American Groove, we always smoke a joint throughout the episode. Um. Today, 
Uh, I am out here in South Florida. Um, I live in the Fort Lauderdale area. We have a beautiful place called Sunburn, and this is the joint that we're going to be. I'm going to be smoking today. Um, it is called Grape Haze, and it is one of the newest flavors that they have. This is like one of their like gold vaults supreme that they have and uh waiting for for the experience is that a pre-roll yes it is sweet okay so what kind is it um is it like the one that we smoked i but i this one i believe is i think it's a hybrid i don't know if it's a hybrid or an indica hold on i'm not picky I'm not picky either. I'm trying to figure out what it is. Uh, it says a pre-roll, but I'm not exactly sure if it is a hybrid in Indica. So I cannot verify that information, unfortunately. I love a pre-roll. I feel like it's a lot of money at once, but it's like a Eight luxury. Bucks. So oh, anybody, not bad at all. So listen, people, if you're out here in South Florida, I know some of you viewers are out in California. I can't help you there. But for our Floridian... All over. Yeah, all, all over. But... If you um, live down here, Sunburn uh, dispensaries, they are amazing. They have an incredible staff and they have a lot of great deals. So definitely check them out. When I was in Florida, I was surprised to see like the dispensaries. I was like, oh, cool. Like, I don't know. It just, it made me feel really good to see a dispensary. Like I was like, yes, they're here. (laughs) Well, you, 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 you gotta have to understand something about like South Florida culture primarily like where your parents are living in South Florida as well. It's just on the the West and we're on the East, you know, there's the West and East coast of Florida and Mm -hmm. we're both South. We are more of a liberal and Mm -hmm. more progressive conservative environment. For example, the West is very progressive conservative, very, and also very um, liberal as well. But the rest of Florida isn't like that. The thing is also same thing with California. Like people don't realize that like there are states, Texas is one of them. California is another one. Florida is another one where you have blue pockets in red districts or red pockets with blue districts. Mm. That makes sense. Politics. for listening. No, it's not politics. It's not. It's about it's the it's the idea of how the community is taken care of. You know, is it a more progressive conservative view? Because that's going to be a different type of audience, a different type of um, people that are going to live there. For example. Oh, there's tons of people that are from like the East Coast. And I think I feel, I feel like a lot of people are all intermixed with each other. That's my my take on it. And I guess that's what I would like to believe. You know, I need like a beautiful coffee cup. I just have my styrofoam cup. Well, again, me promoting Florida. This is a Florida Starbucks cup. Oh, that's super cute. I really want people from Florida listening. You're like, hey, Floridians, this is a Florida hub. This podcast right here, it's for Florida. Okay, I love that. I do. Like, it's for everybody, obviously, but like... Of course, we're very lovely here with everyone. I had such a good time. Yeah, I had such a good time in Florida. It was just, I mean, the pace of it... The beauty, being so close to the beach, like my time in Florida, ooh, was it good? And I live in California, and I thought that Florida was just like good. I had a really, really good time. 
I don't know. I don't, good, good, good. That's all I have it's to a, say. It's, it's, a, it's a different environment. That's the thing about Florida, it's, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm specifically South Florida, because to be, I'm going to be very honest, I don't really understand North Florida culture. I never yeah. lived there. I've never been there. I know it's completely different. I'm talking about I've South. met some good people from North Florida. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've I just met don't... some really cool people. Yeah. It's just Daytona. like Daytona. You know somebody from the Daytona? Well, when I was on a cruise ship, I made friends with this guy and girl, their sisters. I mean, sister and brother. And um, they were really, really cool. I, I was probably like 18 and they were probably like 20, 21 or something like that. Wait a minute. So you said she you met like these 20... people on a boat? I was on a cruise. Yeah. I went on like a spring break cruise with my family and I made friends with like these other kids and they were from Daytona. And I remember the guy like had a business where he um, removed palm trees. Like that was his job is that he did palm tree removal. And see, that's that's novelty to me because I was from Iowa. And we didn't have palm trees. So it was really funny that somebody like their whole job revolved around a palm tree, you know, not funny. <laughs> It's just a weird profession. I mean, you, it's like somebody saying that, what do you do for a living? Um, I'm the clown in Party City. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying that, like, it's one of those very niche professions because it's very specific to, like, Florida has palm trees, right? Yeah. So does California. Not every state has palm trees. Like, I grew up in a state that didn't have palm trees. I grew up in New York. There's no such thing as a palm tree in New York. Are you fucking stupid? Like, it's <laughs> zero. Like yeah, it's just like Iowa. Zero. <laughs> yeah, there's no palm trees where I grew up. So it was pretty cool. Um, I, I still remember the palm tree guy's name. And I remember he was, like, trying to flirt with me and, like, impress me and stuff. And he was like... Yeah, there's like 800 different types of palm trees. There's, you know, a, this palm tree and that palm tree. And, you know, this type of palm tree is the hardest one to remove. And he was like telling me about being a palm tree guy. And he wasn't bad. And he had like tan skin and blonde hair or whatever. I made out with the palm tree guy. It's kind of funny. Like I was 18, but I, I was still in high school. You see, this is, I want to tell you something. This is what happens with Carissa all the time. This is all the, she tells this really inspiring story. And then she's like, well, I kind of made out with the guy. And, but that's all I did. Like, that's all that happens. Like, there's no need, like, honey. Friends. We need juice. We need, we need a little Madonna in there. We got to get a little sherry. You got to get a little something. His name, little his spice. name is Gary. I remember his name. How funny is that? And like, I think we like text for like a couple months, like after the cruise was over. But, you know, he he never like I really liked Gary because he understood that he was just kind of like someone that was my friend, like on the vacation. And it was like, OK, we had a couple of drinks and like kissed, but we're not going to like hook up and we're not going to like make out or like chase each other around the whole cruise. It was just kind of like, OK, like I'll give you a pass we're friends like we weren't like oh my god i've met the love of my life on this cruise it was just like no like we're both just on a cruise we're never gonna see each other again but i wasn't the type of person to like hook up i mean i never have been but i did make out with this palm tree guy and i don't know i was like friends with his sister too and she was really fun and like cool to hang out with and she was like flirting with other guys and stuff so it just became fun I don't know. And I mean, I was only on this cruise for like, I don't know, like five days. 
It was pretty fun. <laughs> Five day cruise. That actually sounds really nice because like it's pretty much an entire work day, like a work week. Sorry. So you have five whole work, work days. Day. No, seriously. Like if you, if no, you I understand. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cruises are really cool. Like I, I mean, there's something that makes me nervous about it, especially like the whole Titanic thing. But if I that was a hundred years out, ago, though. if I put that out of my mind, I I like a cruise ship. Um, my friend's dad it does like he's a magician. He does he works on cruise ships sometimes. He's the guy that you know does the magic show. The the people that get to see him on a cruise are very lucky. I mean, I don't I don't really know much about magic shows on cruises but i mean i saw her dad perform and it was really really good and like i didn't know if you know the magic shows on cruises are usually like really really good you know what i mean i thought maybe they're kind of like mediocre but i also haven't seen one since i was like in since i was 18 you know so maybe, maybe they are blowing people away i've never been on a cruise my entire life what? That totally sounds like something that your mom would do. My mom is terrified of the ocean. See, my dad was kind of that way, too. My mom had to talk my dad into it. So, yeah, I could see how some people's parents just don't do cruises, you know? My mom, yeah. like our version of vacations was doing what my mom wanted. So my mom always wanted to go to Florida. So we always went down to Florida. My mom always wanted to go to Disney. So we always go into Disney. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I we had bad experiences. Like, I had a lot of fun as a kid going to Disney. Like, I remember when new rides were open. I remember, this is crazy. Um, I remember. I remember. When I was in, I was in, an, in Animal Kingdom um, around 2007 or 2006. And mm-hmm. the Mount Everest ride that opened there, we were there the day it was opened. We were on. This is the crazy part is. Is that why you were there was because it had opened? No, no. So, okay, I got to explain that. It's really like this is one of like memories I can remember from a childhood, but like very vividly. We went down to Florida. I believe it was late 2006, 2007. I don't remember when the ride opened and I don't remember the exact date, but we went down to the trip. And one of the days that we were there, we went there from a Sunday to a Friday. We decided we got up really, my mom got up really early. I don't know why. And then I woke up and we got up really early. I'm talking about like, we were up like about five o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. You guys were excited. You want to get over to the park? No, no, no. We had no plans of going to the parks. Nothing. We just woke up really early. I don't know. I don't know why. Okay. Remember, I would like, I I was seven years old when this happened. Um, (laughs) I was very little. And we go downstairs and my mom decides to go to, um, we were going to go to animal, um, not animal kingdom, um, magic kingdom, but the lines, the, the highways were mm-hmm. there was a lot of traffic. There was tons of traffic. So my mom said, you know what? It's like, you know, it's like six, seven o'clock in the morning. We were able to get early access to the parks. So we went to animal kingdom. And we were one of the very first, I believe we were one of the very first groups, don't quote me on this, that went on to the ride, like one of the first days when it was open. And 
Does don't quote me on this mean I'm lying? What exactly does don't quote me on the? What because do you mean for me is because you have to understand something. I am telling you a memory <laughs> I that was I saw that I when I was seven years old. It felt like you were one of the very first people, people. to get on it. Yeah, and you were amongst the the beginning. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, I sound so a, privileged. You it was know? amazing, but it's like those memories. Uh, they're worth you know trying real hard anybody who can give that to their child you know that's that's money well spent if you have that money it's money well spent to give your kids those memories i think my parents didn't have the money i know uh, yeah right but like if you're willing to get into the debt (laughs) i just don't know i don't make any suggestions for anyone on the way that they parent and i wouldn't i don't have enough money to have kids so i don't have enough money to take my kids to disney you know so like but i'm very grateful that i have those memories of being there when i'm seven and you do too you know and it's like it it is so golden in your in your memory in your mind that it feels like you were the first person to get on you know Mount Everest. Actually, like we kind of were there like the first week. Not this series. We actually were there the first week it opened because the one yeah. thing I do remember is this was back in the day before they had social media. There was a sign that was outside the door because it was so brand new. They had to have staff walk with us to to go up to the ride. And there was a sign that said, this is, um, it said like something like sixth or seventh day, you know, like welcome or something. It had like a weird sign, like one of those like new signs Disney sometimes puts up that looks really, yeah, really like clean. Yeah, like just open, just you know, open, or yeah. like that. Um, a brand new ride's really cool. I got to go to Toy Story like right when it was opening and it was here. really, oh really crowded, you know, but to see all the detail that they had yes. put into everything was just like... Holy shit. Can you imagine if we were in the parks the same time? Yeah. I mean, you and I talk about Disney a lot. Um, (laughs) My mom and dad talked a lot of shit about going to Disney. They said that they were basically just on their phones the entire time they were there. They said it was just like, you know, the maps are on your phone. Just everything is on your phone. You're constantly trying to like book your next ride on your phone. Like that doesn't sound cool to me. And my mom and dad were like complaining about how like you could spend a lot of extra money and like buy upgrades on your phone to like be able to be, you know, go through the lines faster. And it's just like you end up spending like $50 a ride just to like not wait in a line. And that's crazy. It's like, like, I don't know, like it it almost makes me think like, okay, well, if I want to go to Disney, I might as well just like spend an extra two thousand dollars just to be at the front of the line for everything, because I swear it might even be like more than that. And then if you have like a family, you know, then you have to do it like per person. It's just nutto. Like, I feel like my sister said that she spent six hours waiting for the Star Wars ride. Just six hours. She was like, it was half of our day, if not the whole thing, pretty much. Because we ate, like, the other part of it, you know? So I just, like, ew. Like, and I was like, well, what else did you get to do today? And she was like, well, we basically just, our whole day was dedicated to getting into the Star Wars ride. I'm like, ew. It's... <laughs> See, the thing is, I, we, we've... um. 
we, we've talked about this before, like <laughs> noticing the sudden changes. It's like, hey, what is that? Like, oh, what is that? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's a new application or like, that's a cool upgrade. Like now it has like a camera that's even bigger, you know, it gets better color. We are creatures of consumption. So it's like, and I'm not complaining. I fucking love consumption, honey. If you can get me, if you can get you me the most. Soon. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like the I cutest. Know. It's cute. like we leave a bunch of like junk behind too. I guess at least with phones, they don't like have, you know, like a paper and like waste trail. I mean, the phone itself turns into waste, but like, thank God it's all digital. Oh, Louis, Louis why, why, why are you thank God that it's digital? Like what? what because is... it doesn't have as much of a paper trail and like waste, you know, rate as like other things that we do. My dog's going to bark a bunch. I'm trying to roll a joint. Well, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Look, yeah, if he, yeah. if he want look, if he wants to bark. I don't know what it is that he wants. I don't know. I don't know either. These are great questions. Here, you take Excellent over questions. for a second. I'm going to give sure. him a phone. Of course. Oh, we got some viewers. Uh, we are actually doing this episode um, live, and we are currently on Instagram. And it has been a quick moment since we've actually uh, done an episode of Lost in the Groove. We kind of took a very long vacation, and I'm very happy because I've been extremely stoned throughout that vacation, and a lot of creative projects and new ideas came out of it and i i'm actually really i'm really happy how this 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 year is going and i'm really excited to take the ride i always i always like try to imagine things as like uh like it's like a thing that i can physically understand like so for example when I try to understand myself going through the year, I I, I kind of picture it's a small world. Mm-hmm. One of the Disney attractions on the boat and you see all the people and some of them a little racial. But anyway, you know, just mm-hmm. waving their little hands and yeah, that's me on the boat. Well, it's like... Yeah. Okay. So you can say that it's kind of like racial, but like it was actually very I'm just, like. I, I'm just kidding. It's really inclusive. I'm just being a schm- I'm being a schmuck. You know, the intention was to like include and represent everyone in the yeah, world. I, I know. I just- loved the little hula dancers. That was my favorite. Like, there's like little people that are on like the island of Tahiti and their you know, little my, hips are like dee, 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 you know that's my mom's favorite thing too it's the only yeah, thing she I she think remembers everybody loves it everybody loves the little hula dancers they're so cute it's kind of crazy love it's a small world it's so cute each like little place that you get to don't sing like, the song hey, don't don't sing the song we don't want to make people go crazy we could talk about it but we can't sing about it why not it's our podcast know. It's our podcast, I know. It's just, I'm going to go crazy if I hear that song one more time. Okay, you don't want me to <laughs> sing it. It's not about the viewers, then. You no. just don't. No. Yeah. I know. It's you. It is so yeah. hard for me to roll a joint and talk on the podcast at the same time. Like, well, I know I mean, we I always, couldn't... like, that's the plan, is, like, mm-hmm. to roll a joint and be on the podcast, you know? But then, like, 
it's like, it's really hard. Like, because I'm trying to be back here for the microphone, but then I want to be like down there for the, the weed. See? And you're just like rolling your pre-roll, you know, like you, you know, you have like, how much did you smoke that whole pen that I gave you? Not yet. And I actually, we're going to talk on off the air, but we're, why? <laughs> There's something we need to discuss. Anyway. Um, why, why can't we discuss it here? And we could discuss what the, okay, so the pen. So this is the thing. The pen that Carissa gave me is a live resin pen. Now, I don't care what the type of thing it's smoking. I just smoke it. Okay, can you... I'm trying to hype this thing up, okay? This is a really... It's like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. It's adorable. It's okay, so fucking on. cute. I'll stop okay. interrupting you. Sorry. Uh, and Shut you the could, fuck up, Carissa. No, Carissa's fine. Carissa's great. Shut up. No, this is me. Go on. No, you do your rolling, and I'm gonna I'm gonna explain yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna explain yeah, the um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was I explaining? Explaining. Come on, come um, on, come on, grab the, grab the, grab the, the, the weed pen. The weed pen. Resin, thank resin you, pen. thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so it basically looks like your standard weed vape pen. Okay, it kind of just looks like a long tube, right? You, and you could see the the case in it that has the the live resin, and then there's the actual body. Here's where it gets really cool. On the top of it, the part where you, you know, you put it in your mouth and you pull it. I don't know what that thing is called. It's kind of tilted on an the angle. Tip. I don't know. Like the, uh, the part that I have goes it. up to your mouth. Oh, should do you, I grab it? Do you have it? I actually have it. Do you want me to grab it? Yeah, I think I have one around here too if you can't find yours. But right, give, I, me, give me a second. I'm going to go grab it. I'll be. I, my bag is right there. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you'll be okay. We love you too. Does everyone love Carissa too? Come on, we need a little. We need a little. Yeah. Hurrah. I was just giving you my Louis energy. Yes. Ooh. He's like. Ooh. He's like, don't you dare leave me. No, I'm not going to leave you. Let me just go grab it so I can show our audience because I'm dyslexic and it, and I, I feel like <laughs> this is how I need to be able to present this. I'll be right back. Yeah. And then anytime that like David starts to leave, I'm freaking out. But then when I needed to give Louie a bone, I was like, I'm giving Louie a bone. You take over. Um, okay, so joint turned out pretty okay. Um, hopefully my parents never watch this. That's the intention. So if anybody sees it and they know my parents, don't go out of your way to tell them about it or talk to them about it. Uh, what <laughs> my pot smoking like what about our know? pot smoking nobody's business but my own it is an so, it is a saturday morning thing about uh the thing about stoner culture is is it's all about the it's all about the vibrations and what that means is Every one of us, like, for example, for me, I've been smoking for about three or four years. I've had tried different things. I've kind of figured out, and I'm still learning, the, the different things that I like. For example, like, a, do I like, you know, flour sometimes? Do I want oil? Um, sometimes I might be into shatter. You know, I might want to try something else, try a different strain. 
um, try different potency. But I've kind of have a journal of the things that I do, I do like, and the things I don't like. Um, and I think that I think that weed is one of those things where it's it's a very personal thing. I'm not saying it cures everything. Okay, it's not like the super drug. It's not like the the Superman. It isn't. But but it can be beneficial for some people. It can be beneficial for those other people. And sometimes it can't be damaging. But like, I don't know what you were talking about before. And, I, and I, you're going to have to explain to me what's going on because I was gone well, first. Now, now you're just talking about weed. I feel like as far as like smoking weed, like I don't think anything should be overdone. Mm-mm. You know, I feel like everything's got to have balance and moderation yeah. and things like that, you know, and like we smoke a lot on the podcast, but that doesn't mean that I think it's okay to just like fucking torture your life away. You know what I mean? But like to each their own, a lot of people go through stages where they just need to just fucking smoke a lot, you know, and it's like, okay, like, but I think that it's always good to do you know self-reflection and see if what you're doing is good for you you know self for self smoke up self re- <laughs> you know self-reflection and i'm going to show the pen i i remembered yeah actually, the shape of it yeah. i actually um this weed is amazing i'm serious like because i'm actually able to focus on what i'm saying i really like this so anybody that wants Oh, well, that's good weed too. Uh, we're doing really great over here. I love, I love this flow. This is, this is amazing. Um, all right, let's just go back to this quickly, and then we'll jump back to what we were talking about. If uh, we have to. No, I mean we could do whatever we want. Whatever you. I just whatever. like to say dramatic things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is the pen for anybody that's looking, and then this is what it looks like for all of our. Isn't that cute? Okay, I think it's called a Zeter. I yeah, I believe. Um, let me. Jeter, Jeter, Jeter. So yeah, J E T E R. These are amazing. Yeah, These are amazing. Cute. Really good price. I haven't had it. They there's like the end of it. You can just plug it right into a micro USB. Yeah, I haven't had one break. They're bomb. Yeah, I love that. When it dies, I can just like charge it back up. It doesn't really die that much either. And it gives you the right amount of potency because I think, yeah, it got me high. Yeah. It's like because it's like the thing is, it's live resin. You know what live resin is? It's like taking a dab, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like for any al- alcoholics out there, live resin is like that. Smooth, yeah, or smooth (laughs) scotch, or Mm. very expensive cognac, or bourbon. It's a very like it's like the cream of the crop. I don't know. It's a tight. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like like, I know in my stoner world, honey, live resin is like it's the shit. Yeah, it's really good. I mostly smoke just for like my appetite. Like I just try and like increase my appetite and then, you know, like it works really well for that. So it's nice to have the little pen around and I can just like 
you know, that I'm not hungry anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, yeah, I got my joint going. Look at that joint, man. Looks That's amazing. That's a fat little beauty. Yeah, I'm pretty what? happy about it. I'm happy for you. Um, Like I said, I've been absolutely obsessed with this computer game that I've been playing, which is like a new thing for me. I've never... I've never got into a game that I've been playing. And I think that my theory is that I'm out of school. You know, I go back to school in about three weeks and I basically just want to be as carefree and as lazy and just like, just carefree as possible for the next like three weeks. And part of that is like playing a game and like just like escaping into this other world and then like you know just sleeping in and hanging out with louie and like whatever else and just like not taking anything very seriously um and i'm just gonna do that for myself as just kind of like a mental break so i'm just gonna try and like be like whatever about like anything for the next three weeks <laughs> that's Sounds the goal. amazing but yeah, the monster game is called My Singing Monsters. And it's really neat. It lets me like breed these different monsters. And I really like that part of it. <laughs> it's been ridiculous. I've been like playing it like nonstop for like maybe three days now. What, what kind of video game is it? It's on my iPhone. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a mobile app. It's like a mobile app. Oh, cool. Yeah, basically, I was at the airport and I looked up like most played games just to see like what people are playing because I knew I was going to be on the plane for like six fucking hours. What's the name of the game? My Singing Monsters. It came out in 2017. It's like old, but it's like that. I know what you're talking about. Me. I love it so much. I've been like making these monsters on these monster islands. I pretty much just have it on mute like the whole time. I had it on my phone for a while too. Did you play it like forever ago? Like like four or five years ago? Yeah, just about. Probably stopped playing about four. Yeah, four years ago. Yeah, I know. I've never seen it before. And I think it's great because it's like pre-pandemic. And, oh, yeah. yeah. And it's it like is. 20. Yeah, I love it. And so it's 2017. So it's also before my life went to shit. And so like, I kind of think that like 2017 was like a golden age. At least it was for me. And so I'm like, ooh, this game is from that time before everything sucked. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, 2017 was the year that I went into my cocoon. I, I went from a caterpillar and I became a butterfly. I became a fabulous butterfly. No, seriously, that's the year that I like came out of the closet it's crazy. I was oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So it was like a good. Yeah, I feel like 2017 like was like it's a, a good peak year for me. In a lot of time, in ways, yeah. So that game is from that time. Um, there's a lot of good things going on in my life right now too. I didn't tell you I was thinking about. I was talking with my friend yesterday, and I was thinking about doing like medical assistant school. And tying that in with my aesthetics license instead of just like doing, you know, waiting for nursing school to work, 
you know, and like continuing to work on that anyways, but like doing this in the meantime. So I feel like there's a lot of good things going on in my life right now. I feel like there's a lot of good things going on for you right now too, David. Hey. You like the, yeah, I know. Don't you think? Well, yeah, I can, I can hit agree. I mean, there's been a few exciting things. Um, mm-hmm going on i mean i officially i'm still in i am still in school but um i saw the nails that you did yesterday they're beautiful i did three clients oh my god that ombre clients yeah it was like a tequila sunrise like ombre on her nails she wanted to lick them that that was like a sunset yeah Yeah, they look like candy beautiful Uh, nails by david so it kind of uh kind of my my goal for this year is to finish um beauty school and work in a salon and then transition over to that and then doing the podcast full time so yeah. more of these lives um uh more segments <clears throat> groove and gravity <clears throat> uh I don't know Rogers anyway. you make me want to get my nails done I like I did not want to get my nails done and then I get back into LA and like all the girls have the most beautiful nails and I'm like yeah well this one is kind of so it's not very pretty but this one except okay let's put away that finger and then <laughs> then it looks yeah. good oh who's giving us so much fire is this your friend or mine um a little hint hint we uh we, we do have a new segment uh, that's coming to uh, to Lost in the Groove. I told you about this. We're doing a music segment. It's coming out in March. Wait, you and I or your friend? No, no, no. I'm doing with um with uh Sean Ellis Rogers from Real Reality Realness. He's on Instagram. Go His name's Sean. Is that what you're saying? Sean. Mm-hmm. Am I saying it correctly? I, I is I Sean I, I the same as Am I am I pronouncing it right? To be honest, I don't know. Oh, well, what should I call him? Or just, they? I, I I just yeah. I mean, is the is how do they identify? Um, I have a hard time answering this, and I'll tell you they why. They don't. Kind of some people, be- some people just don't like they don't want to specify because for Sean, it's weird. I sometimes will throw in like he's and stuff and they's, but I don't know. I've never like, yeah, si- it's up to them to explain it. Yeah, I it's it's weird for me. I've it's never a thing that's come to my head. So that's good. I like when, that when we're talking, I was just trying to be like, yeah, you know. I appreciate nice that. about it no 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 no. it's good because i, Cause I otherwise about, we're gonna explain it we're both gonna be you know hosts of segments and so mm-hmm. i think i don't know we should overlap sometimes of course with things um i don't know yeah i think it's really good that's cool mm-hmm. new year honey new experiences new year. yeah so like we're gonna be doing monday nights um basically for for a while unless saturdays continue to work out who is this 
Can't wait to meet you. Oh, yes. You have to meet Sean. Because, girl, honey, when you meet Sean, you'd be like, oh, my God. That's exciting. We are just. You know, I just really appreciate somebody bringing energy to the podcast. Yes. Like, thank you for bringing something into it. Thank you for like, you know, like contributing to the podcast. We we want somebody like you, you know, and we want you because we need we need somebody who's ready to like jump in and and bring in their own ideas and have that confidence and you know, also like work with other people. It's really cool. I love the podcast. Like I, today was just kind of like a go with the flow, get back into it after the holidays. Um, but we're after this, do, we're we gonna, had a couple weeks off, but we're going to be picking up going every single week now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're going to, uh, we have done episodes like covering Harvey Milk and Freddie Mercury. Um, we are a stoner podcast, but we said this before. We might have those conversations where we watch a documentary and do a whole story. Um, but the idea is, is like, we're just going to go with the flow, take it week by week and see how, it, you know, just see how it is. See where the conversation takes us. You know, sometimes that's what you need. You just got to got to trust the conversation. Just kind of ease right through it. <laughs> um. Yeah, we always wanted a podcast. Um, I mean, I always wanted a podcast. I just, you know, obviously didn't have this type of setup. David's the brains. He knows how to figure it all out, get it running, set up the platforms, make everything go, connect everything together, edit it, make it happen. Design. It's incredible. I love being a contributor to that, and I love... um, I love, you know, coming on and just having fun, (laughs) you know, like I'm always reminding David, like there's all this hard work that he does and that I think that when we record, that's when we get to enjoy the hard work that was placed into it. That's how I feel about music festivals. I feel like it's a lot of hard work packing everything up. Um, And but once you get there, you get to just like you know, enjoy the fruits of your labor like the whole time. So, I mean, I would be working really hard, saving all your money to go to Disney. You just start running around in the middle of all your hard work. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the podcast is when, like when we're recording, that's when we get to enjoy, you know, all the hard work and, and David puts a lot into it and I get to get on and just like be recorded. <laughs> it's wonderful. You're more no, you're more than that. I mean Carissa is <laughs> Carissa is a very crucial component of American Groove. Uh you know, I don't know if we've gotten into we've spoken about your family and where you're from. Uh the reason why me and Carissa are such great friends and the reason why we've connected so well as donors and mm-hmm kind of with that groovy culture um, is because we both have a philosophy of open-minded thinking. And I find it so fascinating when I find something really cool and you share it with me and we do the opposite or we want to do a new experience. Like for example, we we went to Santa Barbara with each other and we kind of had that 
bougie weekend. The um, bougie Santa Santa Barbara weekend was wonderful. Was am- that was amazing. You're you're a very supportive friend. Um, I think yeah, oh, we just we're, na- wow. we're naturally comfortable. Really? Yeah, I think oh. you're a very supportive friend. We're naturally comfortable around each other. Um, we like a lot of the same things. Uh, we both have a disgust for you know the overdone structure of the world and it's just like it's really nice um there was a time you know david and i had like swapped numbers and i i think we were gonna go to a co-walk co-workers party or something like that which would be your brother (laughs) and i was like okay well i'll get your numbers see when you go or whatever so then like we had each other's phone numbers and we had kind of like this we had text back and forth a couple times and I was just like, David, you want to be best friends? <laughs> and it, he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And I just like put it just like right out there. Like I was just like, you want to be best friends? <laughs> like that was, I don't know. It was like, I didn't even really need to say it. Probably it was probably coming, you know, but like, I was just like, okay, so let's just be like clear about this. So you, you want to be best friends? <laughs> Like, I don't know. And it was like, I just knew that, like, I needed a best friend in my life. And I had been, like, looking for one. But I never imagined that it'd be as great as you. This is, like, so touching because I don't really take very well to compliments. And I didn't. Like, you're you're really, really cool. I try. (laughs) I mean, the thing for me is, is that, like, I was the weird queer kid in school and i kind of love what i mean weird culture okay let's make this very clear the kids that never fit in you know why we never fit in because we preferred something different that the general public thought was disgusting Yeah. So what? So what? It you, shouldn't. So what? You shouldn't you have live? to deal with it. No, Sorry. you shouldn't. No, God, I interrupted you. No, and I'm saying like being goth, being a rock and roller. You know, being one of those people that dresses like it's 1994 every day. You shouldn't be criticized for it. I mean, it's your choice. Yeah. It's your life. It's your right to be who you are and what you want to be. I mean. Oh, I love this. He says, shout out to the weird, weird groovy bear kids. Read the next part. Okay, but if I get close enough, my microphone starts. He says, he said, that's why we get along so well. We're groovy, queer, uh, kindred spirits. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like for me... I was always an outcast because I I couldn't read very well, mm. um, and so everybody we, would make fun about of this. me. Like I I got made fun of a lot for being bad at school, um, just because it's easy like to make fun of people who don't learn as quickly as you do. And I think like people, if they want to make fun of you, they'll look for anything to like make fun of you about. And that was like an easy target for me. And then it made the learning like even harder. Like, I think I was like more timid about like trying to read or learn in front of other people. So that was just like, 
I don't know. I was sick a lot. I missed a lot of school. And that that was really hard. I, I often think about why I did so poorly in the school system. And I remember, <laughs> this is so funny, David, I want to tell you. I remember I was in like kindergarten or whatever. And I was like at the teacher's desk and she was like doing like an assessment, like a quiz, like, you know, like assessing where I was at and what I was learning. And I was sitting there and she's asking me, you know, like the questions uh, doing an assessment. And I was just kind of like, you know, just like given like whatever answer. And like, I was just kind of like trying to like, you know, try to do it. But I was like pretty chill about it. Like I was just sitting there like, oh, you know, like that's right or that's wrong or, you know, oh, I think it's this. And then like, you know, I like did like really freaking terrible. Okay. And so then I remember like being at home and my mom was like, Carissa, did you do an assessment today with the teacher? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, okay, well, um, they're going to do another one tomorrow. And I just, (laughs) she's like, they're going to do another one tomorrow. And I just, I want you to try and focus and pay attention to the teacher and, and really try very hard to give a, a the best answer you can possibly come up with, like really, you know, like really focus in on it. And, and I was like, well, why, you know, like I didn't really understand it. Like, I think when I came into the world, I didn't have that type of pressure on myself. Like I was just kind of like, I'm at the school and, I've got friends and what do do? You know, like I was just like, I I don't know. I didn't see the importance of forcing myself to learn all these things all at once out of context. It's very, very strange. It just didn't work for me. I think that if I was like actually learning these things like while going through life, having like a person teach it to me as it applies and I need it it just would have made more sense. Instead, I'm just like being quizzed, talking to a person at a desk about things that I've never even, you know, I'm like, why is this important? I don't know. It was, it's not important. It's not important. It is important to learn how to do math and things like that. But I think it would have made more sense if I was trying to solve a problem. And I mean, I don't know how you would do that, you know, but like it just, for me, I was like, I, I love that I came into the world not stressed out and they stressed me out you know and I mean everybody feels that way but I want to point out that I came into the world not like this and that the world turned me into this person you know and like I I'm still me you know but like I've been turned into a a person that worries and stresses and I think a lot of us feel that way I don't know well it's the way it's the way that society (laughs) has constructed around us and well it's we gotta, hard to survive we gotta we we gotta wrap this up in, in a couple of minutes <laughs> and we'll we'll talk off the air um oh, that's cool <laughs> we'll have a little sorry we'll have a little me time um <laughs> the issue is is that i was a kid growing up i have adhd i have dyslexia and the school system that i grew up around with was that was unacceptable you could not be dyslexic. You had to learn the Chumash. You had to learn the Gemara. You had to learn it 
Bidiuk. You had to learn it pinpoint. You had to memorize all the phrases. And if you didn't, you were a bum. You were you were you were a disgust to your family. That's the kind of mentality I was raised with. So yeah. And and then oh, they that's put very very intense. Yeah. But then then they put you in special schools. You know, special yeah. schools. They put you in a school where I had a principal. I had a white principal. When I was in elementary school. Now what's he doing there? One minute. Let me finish my point. I'm sorry. He bullied me for seven years yeah. because I was non-white. Okay. This happened in the United States of America. This happened in New York. And I'm not afraid of saying this. And I'm not saying every single kid goes through that. But what I'm saying, this is important. Kids deserve to be educated. Not every kid can learn on the same level. Some kids, some five-year-olds want to play with Barbies. Some six-year-old girls want to wear dirty overalls and sneakers. Just let them be kids, for, yeah. for God's sakes. I mean, otherwise, you get what I had when I was growing up, and we don't want that. You know? Super, like, yeah. Of course not. We don't want that. There's all kinds of things that happen. Oh, I feel like... I feel like nobody cares until like something terrible happens. I know. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because then you get incidents where kids can get abused. And sometimes there are better solutions in other places, but this is important. It's important for everybody. It's important for families. It's important for communities. Cause again, like I said, you don't want that. I mean, if you got kids, you have a family anywhere. Like, I mean, you're from Iowa for God's sakes. Nobody would want that. No, that's crazy. I don't know. I don't have any of those like worries or I've got a bunch of other worries in my life. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, like the school system is behind me. It'd be hard to be back involved with it. I know that I hear other people that I, I talk like I work with and they like deal with like their you know, kids and like their kids getting in trouble at school and things mm -hmm. like that. And I feel like having a family is one thing, but you know, once you have your family, you have the school system involved in your life. Man, that's fucking shitty. I hate. I don't. It like really it. is. <laughs> um. <laughs> shout out to teachers, though. You guys are cool. I had some really good teachers. I, I won't, I, I'm not going to lie. And um, I really appreciate them. I had one amazing teacher and I want to say her name because due to privacy, mm -hmm. but she used to, the way that she got us involved with learning was with drawings, creating lines. As a young age, I, I was just like, first or second grade mm. it was one of the only years of school that I actually, Aww. I actually like understood, like I might actually have these books from when I was a kid. Surprise, surprise, but I'm not we're running out of time, but uh, we will definitely show it in um, a future bonus. Yeah. 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 My friend Sarah bonus. is a art teacher 
or like an entire school. And so she teaches, I think like every single grade, she does the art classes. And I imagine she's, you know, going to be a lot of great memories of a lot of people's lives. Yeah. And you know something? She got to, she got that experience. Yeah. An amazing memory every single day. She's a really good teacher. Mm. She's really, she's a really good artist. She's a good person to have as an art teacher. It's really, Especially really cool. when they meet them years later, you know, when they become adults after, you know, the teacher meets them. Like, remember, they taught them as a kid. Mm-hmm. I've heard. Yeah, from- and then you see them like grown up. That's yes. so cute. Yeah, that is crazy because you, you probably still see them as like a little boy. Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> a little kid. I know my mom, when she retired, my mother was a kindergarten teacher for like 40 years or something. When she retired, there were grown, you know, older people who came to her retirement party. And some of them were like old, you know, because she'd <laughs> been teaching for like 40 years. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, she taught a lot of people. Um, Do you want to continue this? Uh, you want to continue this conversation off the air? I think we're good. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like this is a good podcast. We'll do it again on Monday. Uh, yes, we're going to be doing this Monday. Not this coming up Monday. Why not? But we could do. Yeah, we could do. Oh, yes, we can. Can we? Can yeah. we? All yeah. right. <laughs> so uh, we'll have another live on Monday. I'll have that scheduled. And thank you, Sean, for showing me how to do the the, the live scheduling because that actually saved my life we can actually schedule lives now oh oh that's great amazing um but anyway this has been american groove um like i said i am dave that is carissa uh, be sure to check out more of the lost in the groove podcast and more uh, we are on instagram facebook tiktok and youtube at lost in the groove pod all right everybody have a great weekend peace